Government 
And you hear me talk about this every week on the Renegade Aviator radio show. And usually we have guests that are air show pilots. And, um, you know, we talk about flying airplanes and doing really cool things. And as I mentioned, the reason why this show is important to me, and I think it should be important to you, and obviously I'm jaded, but the reason why is because, as like I say every week, air shows are about excellence demonstrated. Air shows demonstrate people overcoming obstacles. Air shows demonstrate people reaching a high caliber of performance. You get to watch it. You get to be inspired. You get to stand there with other people and look upon that air show and that performer and that aircraft and all. So the impossible becomes possible. And you hear this each and every week through all of my guests. I have a guest for you coming up next week or maybe the week after that you're really going to love his story because... It's a story that we all need to take lessons from here. In this day of COVID, last week I talked about this on the show, people are fearful. So when you're fearful, you make poor decisions. You can't think, you can't rationalize, but boy, you're afraid. And I'm going to tell people out there, each one of you listening, don't be afraid. Stand with your shoulders back, with your head up and move forward and look for facts and take your own actions based upon your own best judgment. That said, I'm going to ask you to look at your life and I'm going to ask you to look around to your left and to your right and ask yourself a question. Am I standing next to people who are excellent or am I standing next to people that are doing nothing but complain? Nothing's good enough. Woe is me. I'm the victim, I'm going to burn this place down. You have a decision to make in life, and as pilots, as aviators, we make decisions. And those decisions are all about responsibility. 100% responsibility for the decisions that we make. Again, this is an aviation show, so I'm going to talk as a pilot, as the captain. I could blame the mechanic, I could blame the aircraft, I could blame the weather, I could blame my boss, I could blame the people in the back of the airplane, but when it comes down to it, I make decisions to go or not to go, to divert to an alternate or not divert to an alternate. I make a decision to take that aircraft as is, and I make a decision to smile at the passengers in the back of my airplane or to gladly accept the challenge given to me by my employer or by the situation at hand. And that's all decision-making. We're not a nation of people that are from different colors, different creeds, different genders or sexes. That's not who America is. Who America is, ladies and gentlemen, are people that understand that you and I, the individual, are the only minority that matters. That you and I are individuals on this journey that we call life as renegades. In my case, renegade aviator. That we move through life separately on our own terms but together. And I hope that makes sense because I asked you to look to your left and to your right. Are you around people that are grateful and people that take responsibility for their actions? If not, you're hanging around the wrong people. 
And so when we go to air shows, we bring our families out to air shows. You know, why do we do that? Do we do that just because we have nothing better to do that day? Is that really why you go to an air show, ladies and gentlemen? Or do you go to an air show for another reason? I think, number one, first and foremost, you go to an air show to be amazed, to be entertained. And the people that we have on our show each and every week, they're entertaining people that have worked long and hard to bring you a great show, right? You go see movies, you go watch sporting events because you want to be entertained. But there's a lesson to be learned in this entertainment. There's a story behind each one of those people that fly those aircraft out in front of you or those sport people that are in sports, athletes, or people that are in movies, actors, entertainers. So when you go to that air show, you have a very, it's a selfish reason, right? We want to go have fun. We want to go spend time with our family and friends out in the sun. We want to watch really cool airplanes do really cool things. But the underlying message of an air show, my chosen addiction, aviation, is you can look up and see what is possible. You see the airplane doing amazing things, but how did that airplane get there? Where there were people behind the scenes that dreamed of the aircraft. There were people behind the scenes that designed the aircraft, people that built the aircraft, people that support that aircraft. All that comes together. A group of highly talented individuals that all made a decision, but worked together as a group, regardless of their political affiliation, regardless of their religion, regardless of their race, color, creed, ethnicity, whatever the heck you want to call it. They work together to make the aircraft. And then there's an individual that climbed into that aircraft and practiced and failed and tried again and was harassed by well-meaning mentors and coaches that told that person, you're not good enough, do better. You're not perfect, do it better. They suffered, they scrimped, they saved to become that air show pilot, but they had to rely on other people, didn't they? So on the one hand, we want to say we're a, uh, a nation of groups, and I think that's wrong, I think that's dangerous, and I think that's what, us, what has brought us to what we're seeing right now in our cities. It's an excuse. People that are not excellent make excuses. People that do not want to overcome obstacles blame other people. You listening to me right now, you may not want to vote for the same person that I want to vote for, you that are listening to me right now, you may have come from a totally different background from me, but can't we all agree on this one thing? Don't we all agree that excellent people are people that we hold in high regard? And if you had to make a decision in your life, would you rather be one of the excellent or one of the victims? One of the excellent or one of the people that just can't make it? They just can't get there. So part of this show is an excuse to bring some, maybe some different mindset to you, my fans, my, my listeners each week, who I'm grateful for. And yeah, to talk about aviation, to talk about our passion, with the understanding is that you are going to have your own sets of passion, of uh, hobbies, of loves, of challenges. And hopefully, through our air show community and through aviation in general, my goal is to help 
just one or two of you. If I can help one or two people achieve the impossible, this show was worth it. So that's a long-winded dissertation on why we do the Renegade Aviator radio show. It's why we do everything in life. You know, when you look at your career path, at your business you're going to start, when you get up each and every day, do you look forward to that day as I'm going to help somebody today? If you sell donuts, do you make the best donuts that are really going to please somebody? Those donuts are so great. You put a little bit of joy into somebody's day. So even a donut maker can change people's lives. Well, here to say our air shows are dark right now, and I'm on a mission. You hear me every week talk about this. Go to RenegadeAV, the number 8R.com, RenegadeAviator.com. Go there and join my crew. It's my commercial. Join my crew. Just click one of the links and help support what we do here because... With this lapse in our air show, I don't want you to forget about why we go to air shows. And that sounds all high and lofty, right? Dave Costa, renegade aviator, he's just a guy that likes to fly airplanes. Uh, you know, of course, he's going to talk up the air shows. Uh, but I just, I, I wouldn't be working this hard if I didn't actually believe what's coming out of my mouth, right? Excellence demonstrated having a good time, being entertained, and seeing what's possible in your life. If we sat here together right now in these challenging times in America, and we simply looked at each other and said, how can I help you? How can I help you do better? Or more importantly, the individual saying, how can I be a better person? How can I make this a better place? How can I do something that inspires others? Instead of how can I tear things down? How can I blame somebody else? And how can I destroy what other people have built around me? I would say that 80% of you listening would at least agree that that's a worthy path forward. So that's the reason why. This is not a sales pitch, but that's the reason why I came up with this worldrecordjet.com. The reason why I did that is because when we go out to an air show, what, what value do we provide? What value do I provide you? I show up on an air show with my TS-11 Iskra jet, and I stand there in my cool shirt with the Skull logo on it, and I shake people's hands at an air show, and we fly out front of the crowd, and people say, that's really, really cool, but what else do we offer? Part of that is this radio show, because we can help promote any aviation event, and if you're somebody listening to me right now, and you have an aviation event, an air show, a museum, any kind of an event, call me at my office, 888-366-5256. Leave me a message and I will help you promote. I'll help you get the word out. With our listeners out here, we're growing all the time. I want to help you promote what you're doing so we bring more people into the aviation community. Well, that's the next part. Up until COVID hit, we had a shortage of pilots and the whole industry was saying, oh my gosh, we don't have enough pilots. How are we ever going to fill all the pilot roles? And we had young pilots with almost no experience that were walking into jobs left and right. And boy, the world was great. Well, COVID-19 struck. And now we have pilots that are either on the street or will soon be on the street. And that's one of the reasons why I'm sitting here talking to you from Dallas, Texas, because I'm at Flight Safety. I'm training on a brand new jet. Uh, this economy has caused me to take a different path, and I'm flying a new jet. I'm grateful for it with a brand new company, CB SkyShare. 
and um, Longhorn Aviation LLC. Those are the uh, companies that I'm working with right now as we're flying a uh, Gulfstream G200. So I'm here learning something new. That, that actually goes to where I'm going for our guest next week. You're going to want to stay tuned because my guest next week is somebody, you know, I, I hear, uh, I don't want to steal thunder from next week's show, but I hear people all the time tell me how they wanted to be in aviation. I wanted to be a pilot. I loved aviation, but life gave me some turns this way or that way, so I gave up. Now, the person I want to bring on next week is uh, going to give you one heck of a story. I'm not going to steal thunder from that. But uh, where, where was I? I don't even remember. So I'm, I'm out here in Dallas, so that's why the sound quality is a little bit less. Um, we tried for about an hour and a half to link in with the help of my wife, Laura, Mrs. Renegade Aviator, and we couldn't make the technology work the other direction. So I'm recording this to you. At the end of that, I could have quit, right? I could have said, you know what? No show this week. I'm just going to play a rerun. And 80% of me wanted to say, you know what? We're done. It's Saturday night. I drop these shows on my podcast every Sunday morning. So it's Saturday night. I've got to record the show. I've got to edit the show. I don't have all my stuff here with me. Woe is me. Boo-hoo. And, you know, although this show may not be the most technologically advanced show and we may not have fancy engineering staff, but I've got, I've got a duty to you, right? I, you don't want to hear reruns. That's not fair to you. If I'm going to provide value, i got to stand tall and, and try to do my level-headed best sitting here with you right now to give you new content, something new to think about, something inspirational for yourself. And I don't want to be doing this, right? It's, it's, it's 6.30 at night. 6.30 at night and I'm ready to go grab some dinner. I've been working all day. We've been, even though it's a Saturday, you know, um, when you're getting a new uh, aviation type rating, uh, just to ground school, six days a week, a week and a half or so, and then another couple of weeks of training in the simulator. So it's a long day. I get one day off a week. I'm not complaining. But what I'm saying is I made an obligation to each and every one of you. And I want to be able to look you square in the eye when I go out to the air shows, when the air shows come back, and the air shows will come back, mark my word. But I want to be able to shake your hand and say, you know what, I was there for you each and every week. I made stuff happen. Hopefully this is of value to you. So I started talking about, you know, with the air shows being shut down, right? We talked about the May Day Save Our Air Show campaign. I said, join my crew, go to renegadeaviator.com, join my crew and help support us uh, because we can use your support we use patreon when you click that link we'll go to pay you'll go to patreon and uh, you can help support what we do um, but then i thought of something else i said look pilot shortage as i mentioned and we also had in the aerospace industry a shortage of people in science technology engineering and math stem and anybody who's in school right now or has kids that are in school here's this stem they talk about it all the time and you look on the news and you see spacex and blue horizon and all these new space companies so aerospace in general uh, is hurting for qualified individuals so many opportunities in aerospace right now so now is the time to promote that. So how do we promote that? Well, the air shows are closed and I want to fly jets. 
but I don't want to, I don't want to just fly jets for my own well-being, although it's really, really fun. I really, really love it. I'm really, really grateful. Um, but I also want to give back something. So this worldrecordjet.com came about as a result of that. So it came about as a chance for us, the Renegade Aviator, to go after some world records with our TS-11 Iskra jets. And the whole concept, and I've said this before on, a, on another show, and I really don't want to turn this into a rerun of an earlier show that I did. So as I say each and every week as well, go back to the podcast, search Renegade Aviator Radio Show, and find us wherever you find podcasts. iHeart, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, we're on all of them. So go back and you can listen to some other stuff. But I've been getting questions. So after we started on this world record stuff, I mentioned the world records that we're going after. And I was always kind of nebulous with everybody just because I didn't think anybody cared. But I, that's my number one question. What world records are you going after? So as I mentioned before, there's a couple of phases here with this. So our TS-11 Iskra jet is an old jet. It is a boomer. It's a baby boomer. It was built back in the 1970s, early 1970s, and the pilot is a baby boomer who was built back in the 1960s, early 1960s. Um, so we're going to take this jet and we're going to have it go after the first four world records that it broke, this jet, the TS-11 Iskra, this model of jet, back in 1964, September of 1964 so we are coming up on the anniversary so i figured you know what this is the last weekend in august and what a better time than to talk about the world records coming up on our anniversary 16 what's that how many years is that uh 56 years ago 56 years ago check my math 1964 yeah 56 years ago how about that so here's the the uh there was two pilots and they're both polish pilots ludwig i'm gonna mispronounce his name not how's that ludwig not i i really apologize to ludwig anyway he had three world records in the ts-11 Iskra, and these are the three he had speed over a straight course a 15 or 25 kilometer course at 521 miles an hour. He also had the highest speed over a closed circuit of 500 kilometers at 454 miles an hour. And he had the distance over a closed course, that's an endurance, of 317 statute miles. So he had those three records. The other test pilot for the Polish Air Force was, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it again, Andres Ablamowitz, which I don't know. I can't even do it. A-B-L-A-M-O-W-I-C-S. Again, another Polish, very famous Polish test pilot that had the speed over a closed course of 100 kilometers of 447 miles an hour. Now, those were the original records that the TS-11 Iskra broke. So we're going to take this aircraft that's aged, you know, when we imported these TS-11 Iskras into the U.S. years ago and put these things together, these are not, quite honestly, experimental jets that are in, you know, American citizens' hands. They're not maintained the way they were back when they were brand new and in military service. So the, the first phase of this is we're going to take our, our, we have two jets that we're going to use for this. 
We're going to bring them up to original military standard, and we're going to go back and we're going to re-meet these numbers as our phase one proof of concept. And when I say we, I really want to gel this here because we is going to be our Generation Z. And, and I'm having, I guess this is my challenge in this, is, is that's the challenge. How do I reach out to people roughly 18 years old to about 30 years old? Adults, young adults, join us as part of our engineering team and part of our maintenance team and our, and our fabrication team. So I want to reach out to you if you're listening or if you know somebody who's between 18 and 30 years old, I need your help. I want your help. I want to do you this. I want to give you this opportunity. So uh, reach out to me. Just go to worldrecordjet.com or go to renegadeaviator.com or call my office at 888-366-5256. Either one of those, reach out and join us. I'm not asking you for money. If you want to contribute, that's great. But I'm not asking you for money. I'm building a team. And if you're somebody that likes to turn wrenches on a jet and you live anywhere in the country, we can use your help. If you can fabricate, if you can weld, if you can work with composite, if you want to learn how to do that stuff, we can use you. If you're in college or if you're in a trade school, we can use some engineering help, some design work anybody from marketing to uh, literally anybody if you are between 18 and 30 years old generation z and you're listening to me right now and you want to get involved in a world record project reach out because you're going to be able to do it it's it's as simple as that i had people i was talking to people the other day and they're going no are you serious i mean you know i mean are you really going to let us work on the airplane of course we are that's what this whole thing is for the second most ask question I get is what about kids that are under 18 years old? Okay, well guess what? Our kids right now, all the kids that are in school, they're doing school over Zoom calls. They're doing remote education. For obvious reasons, we're not set up to uh, handle young people under 18 years of age. You know, we reserve that for the parents and guardians, but there is an opportunity for you young people to watch other, other I say kids, other young adults, not too much older than you, really take the lead on this project using modern thought processes, modern leadership ability. The way that young people think is different than the way a baby boomer thinks. And all this is going to be videotaped. So if if you're somebody that can make cool videos, uh, if you're an audiovisual person, man, reach out to me because we're going to make this fun. We're going to make this a story of the new generation entering aerospace as a way to promote STEM education, aerospace professions, career paths. There's a problem. And the problem is this that right after the TS-11 Iskra broke all these records in the early 1960s, there came a um, Massimo Rally, that I can pronounce, an Italian guy, back in, oh, way back in 1967, December of 1967, as a matter of fact, which is when I was born in December of 1962, but anyway, he, bu- he went out and busted a whole bunch of records. Well, our phase two, 
is us going out and dominating our class. So when you go after world records in any kind of motorsport, there's a class that you go into. And so we're in a jet class, but we're also in a certain weight category. I won't bore you with that. But the records that are out there from 1967, this was they. These records were uh, were held by an Aeromaki MB three twenty six Impala jet. So there was a distance over a closed course again, but it went to four hundred eighty statute miles. So beat the Polish on that one. There was a speed over a closed course of 500 kilometers at 483 miles an hour. There was a speed over a closed circuit at 516 miles an hour. And there was another speed record over a 25 kilometer course at 547 miles an hour. Um, So, and then there was another couple of distance records. And here's the, the cool stuff, an altitude and horizontal flight. Eventually, Massimo Raleigh in 1966 had reached 56,808 feet in a jet very similar to the Iskra. So we're going to take those records which have stood since the 1960s and we're going to beat those records with the TS-11 Iskra. That's going to require, as I remember I said that there's a problem. The problem is this. The problem is it's going to have to exceed some of the design capabilities of the aircraft. And so what a great challenge to give to you, those of you listening, 18 to 30, and those of you that are under 18 that will listen in on these planning calls and these uh, educational, these, these meetings that we're going to be doing. A lot of this can be done remotely. We're in the time of COVID. So as much as we hate to admit it, we got to change the way we do things. And because I want to bring so many of you into it, we're going to make a community out of this. And, and it's kind of funny because, you know, Zoomers don't really talk about community all that much. We're kind of run to our own drummer, but so does Gen Z. You know, both of my daughters, one is at the tail end of the uh, Gen Z, maybe early millennial, and uh, my other daughter is smack in the middle of the, of the Gen Z. But again, to give these people a chance to say, here's a problem. We have a VNE on this TS-11 Iskra that we have to go past, meaning bad things can happen to a jet that goes past its design limit. So what a great challenge for engineering students and math students and science students to go in there, do an analysis of the airframe, figure out why we're limited on top end, and make the engineering changes required. We fabricate those with our other group of young people that are into fabrication and work with our our team that, that we select that can go put these modifications on the aircraft and then I go out and fly it and we see what happens. Hopefully good stuff. So, and if not, I guess it's the end of the Renegade Aviator radio show. That's a joke. I cannot be killed in an airplane. It's impossible. Anyway, um, so that that's part of this whole thing. We, we want to give an opportunity for people from varied backgrounds. So here's the other side of it. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're rich or poor. I don't care if you're underprivileged or privileged. I don't give a darn about any of that stuff. I want you guys to come together, figure it out together. We're going to give you the ability to lead this process. And I'm looking for people that are striving for excellence. I'm beating this up. I, I realize that. But it's that important because... 
I believe that when we're out there doing this and people are seeing what is possible from our new generation of adults, you know, the, the millennials and the Gen Z get a bad rap. Every generation goes through life and they want to say, well, the young people had it easier than we did, or they're not as good as us, or the way people do things now is not as good as the way we did it in the past. So to me, this is a great marketing opportunity for the right companies to stand behind what we're doing. This is a feel-good project. This is something feel-good. How about we put some money and put some uh, oomph behind project that's a, that's a feel-good project. It's something that is a challenge, that inspires. And yes, we're going to be out at all the air shows with the Jets so people can see the results of this. People can link up and hook up together. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm boring you with this or not, but like I said, I, I number one, I, I really felt the need to explain how this thing works because I think it's important for this time. I think we need to show our young people in a different light and we need to link something into the air show as a draw for the air show as well. So those of you that put on aviation events, having us come out to your air show event, we can go out to the schools and talk to the kids and we can have a day at the airport where they can come out and talk to us and talk to our team members, talk to these young adults that are going to be working with us on these world records to have them come out and uh, and link up and put names and faces together for the um, support of number one excellence, overcoming obstacles, achieving goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear me talk about that every single week. And then also as well, something you can feel feel good about again you know air shows and aviation itself i hear this all the time that aviation is a closed entity that it it keeps people out that oh boohoo i don't have a role model or oh boohoo it was hard to get in or some of the pilots are kind of gruff and they seem like they're not embracing me enough we just want to again change that persona i guess and uh, show anybody that with the proper attitude you can do anything how's that did that sound right by the way there's also some a u.s guy richard hunt richard b hunt usa there's some time to climb records that are going to be really really cool as well basically uh from oh there's a record at about ten thousand feet one at about twenty thousand feet and one at about thirty thousand feet where we've got to we can break those records uh, actually one at thirty nine thousand feet i'm reading down the list here where we basically need to achieve about a six thousand foot per minute climb rate all the way up to flight level 390 39,000 feet we have a solution for that we're going to re-engine these jets uh, put bigger engines in them maybe with an afterburner uh, you didn't hear me say that but maybe with an afterburner and we're going to go after those time to climb records as well so pretty pretty cool stuff and at the same time what we're doing is we're changing around we're, we're going to have some really cool air show performances with these i don't want to forget about that because the air shows are coming back and we're already making our plans for 2021 to come out to the air shows and fly our air show performance so that's that the other side of this whole thing you know when i started this uh, renegade aviator radio show i had made a a statement i've gotten away from this and i don't know why i think it's why because i've been too wrapped up into the air shows being 
dark, right? So it's been, uh, you know, how do we promote air shows? But I, I don't want to forget those of you that are listening. And I make this offer and I get a couple of different responses. But here's the offer. The offer is how can I benefit you? How can I help you? And there's a couple ways I can help you. I guess uh, maybe I, I say, look, I'm happy to help anybody who reaches out. And that's not true. I lied to you. I didn't really lie to you, but I didn't tell you the whole story. I'm happy to reach back out to somebody who wants to take some initiative on their own. So if you're somebody in aviation and you have some some questions, um, you need some guidance, I'm not here to give you rides. We don't sell rides in our air show jet. That's like one of the top questions. Oh, can I have a ride in your jet? No, you can't. Um, just it's experimental jet. We don't do rides in experimental jets. But if you're somebody starting off in aviation and you need some guidance, uh, something I can uh, something I can help you with, by all means, call my office. Just call the office and leave a message. And I will call you back personally. Sometimes I can help you. Sometimes I can't. Remember, I'm trying to help as many people as I can. And I really want to hear from you. If you've got a cool story about maybe your pathway, I'd love to hear it. Record that message right on that same phone number, 888-366-5256. And maybe I'll play it on the show. I'm going to start a whole new thing where we start playing some clips from people who call in. So I get calls every week of people that'll say, hey, great show. And that's great. And I don't really play those, although I love getting those calls. And sometimes I get words of advice from from people as well. Hey, why don't you do this on the show? So if you got a cool story or maybe some some cool thing that you've done in aviation or any part of your life, if you had a win, right? If you've had a win in your life, especially with aviation, call my office, 888-366-5256, and tell us about it, and I'll play it. And if you don't want me to use your name, I don't have to. Just tell me that, and I'll respect that. Or if you want to use your name, great. I, I want to show wins to people out there listening. So maybe you did your first solo in an airplane. Or maybe you bought your first airplane. Or maybe you went to your first air show. Maybe you got an A on a test in physics. And you just want to shout it out there. And you want to be a future rocket designer. We want to fill this show with good experiences positive information. You overcome the challenge. Maybe tell us how you've overcome that challenge. I've said this story in the past and I'll, I'll kind of say it again because I, it's my story. When I was a kid, it's all I could think of when I was, when I was hatched. It's all I could think of. I wanted to be an astronaut. So I had it all planned out. I was going to go to the Air Force Academy. I was going to be a test pilot. Back then, you had to be a test pilot to be an astronaut. They weren't sending scientists into space. They are now, but they weren't then. Had to be a test pilot. I was going to be an astronaut. Man, I was going to be cool. That was my goal. And then around sixth grade, I was told that I needed to wear glasses. And well-meaning parents and everybody else, well, that's it. You can't fly if you have glasses. So I refused to wear the glasses. I wouldn't do it. You know, I, I, and I, that's another story. I won't even get into that. But I kind of started to give up. And I started to be a tough guy, right? Long story short, I took a different path. I went into the Marine Corps, kind of gave up on this whole thing of flying for a living. And then, well, I'm going to the Marine Corps, so I won't have any college 
And of course, you know, everybody, well-meaning family and friends, well, you can't be an airline pilot without a college degree. That just doesn't happen. But I wanted, you know, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I want to be a tough guy. I want to go in the Marine Corps. I ended up doing special ops stuff. And that's another story. But I got out of the Marine Corps. Well, back up one. I had an offer of a full-ride scholarship for the Air Force and for the Marine Corps to go in their enlisted commissioning programs and turned them both down for another reason that I'll talk about later. And then I got out and I continued to fly. I got my pilot ratings and went out and I bought a pit special aerobatic airplane, right? Dave Costa, the renegade aviator, can't do things like everybody else. Everybody else flies Cessna 172s. I'm going to fly a single seat pits, even though I've just got my private pilot license. Long story short, not to bore you, I'm, compl- I'm at the airport one day in my, uh, in my red and yellow pits, Marine Corps colors. I should put that up on the, uh, you know what, I think it's the airplane that's on the picture for this show, if you're looking at us on podcast right now. So I'm flying in the pit special. I'm having fun, time of my life, but I'm complaining. Boo-hoo, woe is me. Woe is me, Dave Costa. Oh my God, I'm never going to be a fighter pilot. It's all I ever wanted to do. Boo-hoo-hoo, woe is me. In the meantime, while I'm complaining, I took a job selling medical equipment because of one reason. It made me enough money to go out and buy airplanes. Now, did I want to be a medical sales rep? Did I have that as my dream when I was a little kid? Of course not. But I had to feed myself, had to feed my passion, had to feed my family. So I went out there and sold medical equipment. One day I'm at the airport sitting there complaining because a guy come up and he was a aviate Harrier pilot, aviator. He was a aviator Harrier pilot, aviate B. He points his finger in my face and he goes, listen to me. You're supposed to be a Marine, and Marines don't complain. So stop your complaining. Because from his perspective as a military aviator, you know, he was out there. He couldn't just do whatever he wanted. He didn't fly near as much as I was flying. He got to fly cool stuff, but the grass is always greener, right? So he was sitting there wishing he could be me and have a pit special and do whatever the heck he wanted to on a, on a beautiful Tuesday or Saturday or Sunday and go fly. No. So he had to listen to me complain. So he said, you live in the greatest country in the world. If you want to be a fighter pilot, go out and buy your own fighter jet. You live in the greatest country in the world. We forget that right now. It took me 20 years or so and a lot of struggle. And I'm not going to go through that. That's for another day. And I'm running out of time on this show. But that meant something back there. And for decades, I did what it took to get the experience to move forward, I own three military jets and I get to come out to air shows and I get to go after world records. And that's not an overnight success. It's not even a success. It's just staying on target, staying on point, the ups and the downs, the sacrifices, because we live in the greatest country in the world. That's the United States of America. So with all this arguing going on out there right now, everybody's out there, woe is me. Everybody's out there freaked out about the election. Everybody's forgetting who we are as Americans. They're worried about their group or themselves. Start thinking about what it means to be excellent. Dare I say what it means to be great, but excellent makes better sense to me. In whatever you do in life, be excellent. If we focus on that, 
if we focus on gratitude and if we focus on helping just one more person. Don't worry about trying to tell everybody else how to live their lives. Worry about how do you live your life to a high standard. Take care of yourself. Take responsibility for your own lousy decisions. We all make them. You and I both make crappy decisions. I have been making crappy decisions my whole life. The challenge is to keep making decisions and get better. Dare I say, become excellent. Before you start telling somebody else to live, get your own house in order. Go out there. We all want the same stuff. We want clean clean water, clean air. We want to have a nice car. We want to have a house. We want to have a family or somebody that loves us. And we want to do what we enjoy doing. So stop using excuses and stop blaming everybody else for your station in life. Be that person that goes out and does something stupid, extremely stupid, like me buying three Eskridge jets. That's an extremely stupid thing to do, but you know what? I'm grateful for it. If we all do that, right? Focus on excellence. Focus on gratitude. Man, be grateful for everything. If you woke up with a pillow under your head this morning, be grateful for that. If you ate food today, be grateful for that. If you're going to school, even though it's online school, be grateful for that. If you've got even one parent, be grateful because there's a lot of kids that don't have any parent. And if you've got a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a friend taking care of you, if you're a young person, be grateful for that. If you're a single parent and have a child, be grateful for that child. So I think I I hammered that in pretty good, right? If you're a brand new student pilot and you get to fly once a month, be grateful for that and keep going. So excellence, gratitude, and then go reach your hand across to somebody else and help them. If each one of us did just those three simple things, imagine how much better our society would be right now. We wouldn't be spoiled little brats, tearing down society. We would be making it excellent. If you're on a certain political viewpoint, or if you believe that bad stuff has been happening to you because of whatever, privilege or otherwise, show the world what you're able to do. Because you know what? The rest of the world, or or half of the world, may buy your BS, may buy your bullshit, but I don't. Because you know why? You know why I won't buy your BS? Those of you that said, oh, boo-hoo, woe is me, I'm a victim, I can't get ahead, because I know you can do it. So here's the difference between the Pollyanna groups that want to pat you on the head and say, oh, boo-hoo, poor you. There's those of us out here that know you're capable of great things, that you're capable of excellence, that you're capable of helping somebody else. So don't try to change the world. Change yourself and help one other person. How about that? That's ending up, that wasn't even about aviation, was it? But you sure as heck believe it is. Because if you're flying with me, if you're taking pilot lessons from me, if you're flying an aircraft with me, I'm going to expect you to be excellent. And I'm going to expect you to hold me to the same high standard. And we do that because we are people of value and people that want to do better. And that's the fun, man. The fun is in striving to be better. You never are the best. Never but you can always be excellent. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. I will be back next week with a really cool guest that you are going to want to hear. David Costa, 
the renegade aviator, in the air with my TS-11 Iskra jet and on the air with you each and every week with the Renegade Aviator radio show. Go to my websites, renegadeaviator.com and my world recordjet.com website. Again, this is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. See ya! See ya!